The hosts of this podcast are professional Christians, and while they do have all the answers, none of them claims to be inerrant. Well, infallible maybe. If the views and content of this show leave you upset or disappointed, just remember, this is just for funsies. everyone, and welcome to Spiritual Undirection, a light-hearted podcast about life's most important questions. I am enviously not Irish Bible teacher Christopher Seals. And I am corned beefcake author, teacher John Bennett. <laughs> and, uh, and I have a shirt that says, if it ain't green, then go home, and it costs $9, Pastor Wayne David Randolph. That doesn't even rhyme. I, I wasn't supposed to rhyme, dude. Do, do you really have that shirt? Yeah, it's like it just says it just says if it ain't green, go home or something like that. And it's like it's so that you can wear it on St. Patrick's Day and has a little bit of green on it for those of us that stick to kind of black and grays. You know what I mean? I I feel like it's like it's uh, it's, it's it's a lazy man's shirt, like from Coles. I was you know thinking, what I mean? I was yeah. I, thought, I feel like it's like. In my brain, I automatically went to immigration and thought it was like, go back to where you came oh, from if you're yeah. not green. That's, that's not my motive, bro. That's not the... Whoa. Oh. Why would you assume that about Wayne? My goodness, Chris. That, well, we went, from, we went I- from green to dark green really quick. The <laughs> Irish did take all of our jobs, so... I, uh, well, <laughs> gosh. you admitted that you were jealous of not having the blood, and that's I have Irish true. blood, and now I have, I have shame. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling, Thanks, I'm feeling the Catholic in me, like, rise up. Oh, good. Well. Yeah. Well, I guess on that note, um, was, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. I was commenting on your rise up comment. Okay. Happy St. Patty's Day. Corned yeah. beef and cabbage. Is that racist? I, I never know the line with stuff like that. If I do my not very good Irish accent, is that is that racist? Um, no, my... racist. Racist is like when like you you think one's like superior than the other one. Yeah, what I mean, you're Chris... doing, what you're doing is just like, just like amateur skill level stuff. That's all. What, uh, Wayne, can't can't you hear the condescension in my voice? What'd you call me, dude, up front? <laughs> I think can't... I think Chris, if it would be racist <laughs> if you pointed out that my Irish ancestors opened a bar in Cincinnati. Um, <laughs> That would be racist. So. That would be. But did they? Yes, of course they did. Okay, okay well, I mean. <laughs> the the shoe fits. O'Malley's. <laughs> I, oh. It is, o- isn't it? O'Bennigan's. It'd be O'Donnelly. That's O'Donnelly. My, Donnelly was the, uh, my, mom, my mom's side. So, actually, yeah. actually, before um, Ellis Island, it was O'Donner. Oh, an O Vixen, O Comet, O Cubit. <laughs> oh, you, you, you are oh. whoa! You are you are crossing the the uh, holiday streams, friend. Be careful. You yeah. can't cross Christmas and Saint Patty's Day. Like, those are like two saints. Uh-oh. You're like you're forcing but, two saints saints to duke it out. Oh, but man, who would win in a saint whoa. fight? Sorry. On I that note, it. I actually have <laughs> approval for something special from the Catholic Church. Since oh, we're good. talking, oh, since we're talking about saints today, well, Saint Patrick, but they said that I have approval to test your guys' knowledge, since I am the um, patron saint guy, 
And so we're going to play a little game. This is, of course, uh, Vatican Improved. Mm -hmm. And um, the name of the game is Saint or Magic the Gathering card. Oh. I may have I may have like some insider information on one of those things. Yes. Chris. Saints. You've been studying since I, we started this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. So wait, Chris, how, how many how many cards how many Magic the Gathering cards do you do you think that you own, Chris? Oh, I don't own as as much. I because I'm cheap. Um, I just am an enthusiast that likes losing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, so I, how I do, many do you I do think that you know the, in your mind? How's that? Oh, I I know a good number because every time David Vanderlaan beats me in Magic the Gathering, um, I memorize the cards that smote me. Yep. So. Yep. But 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 then you just don't buy new cards, and so then like you know when he's gonna smoke you again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I Does I do have old, an angel Chris? deck because I, no, I'm the Bible teacher, so I have an angel deck, so I at least feel righteous when I lose. Yep. Um, for the listeners at home, if you don't play Magic the Gathering, it's a card game. Um, there's different characters, different um, lore that is in the background of it all. But the, There's different parts for, of your soul that you have to sell in order to play. Yep, mm-hmm. totally normal stuff. So what I'm going to give you guys is either like the actual person's name or like a title that goes with the name. And you're going to decide if it is a related to a, like a Catholic saint or if it's a MTG card slash character. Okay. All right. So um, let's start with an easy one. Speaker of the Heavens. Um, that sounds like when, a Magic the Gathering card. It is a Magic the Gathering card. It has Vigilance and Lifelink. And if you um, tap if it. You ha- if you it, have 27 life and you tap it, you can create a 4-4 Flying Angel. So, is that in your Angel deck? I'm guessing that that's... That is in my Angel deck. That, I have four of them in my Angel deck. Is that a white card? <laughs> it is a white card. It, it only costs white one white mana. That's yeah. racist. Yep. <laughs> Got him. I, I figured St. Patrick's Day, we're going to start off with a white card. Um, I, so the next one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, next one. Terror of Demons. Oh. Wait, did you say these are like the nicknames of saints? Yeah, some of it might be like the title of saints or like the actual name of saints as we get further on in this game. The Terror uh, of... It, is it... Um, terror... Can terror you spell of it? demons, like terror, like terrorize. Terror of demons. I'm gonna go with that's a saint. And I'm gonna stick with Magic the Gathering. It's For controversy's sake, a saint. Yes. You, Excellent. It's well done, a, Chris. It is Saint Joseph. Terror of demons. Wow. Is there a backstory there? Like you can't just. You, that's a that's a title, bro. Like there's a there's a. There's at least 17 stories there. I feel like you could at least give us a bullet point. And which Joseph is it? Is it like the Joseph, like the Marian Joseph Joseph? It's the Joseph of do your own research. I'm playing a game. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next card. <laughs> Doom of the Depths. Doom of the Depths. Doom of the Depths. That, that sounds like a Magic the Gathering card to me. A blue card. Wayne? Well, I have this motive of of wanting to get like that last one. If if it was a Magic the Gathering card and Chris didn't know that, that would have just been a fun one. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. And so, but he's pretty confident that he even like knows the color of this one. I'm, like, I might be wrong. Like like most times in life, I'm going to take my cues from Chris. So, 
Chris, you're brilliant. It's a black blue card. It's a demon. Mm. It's a demon kraken. Doom, okay. Doom of the get depths. Is it okay, black and blue intentionally? Like like because you get bludgeoned? Yeah, pretty much. I knew it. All right, next nice. one. Polycarp. I know that that's a magic card. It's also a uh, it's also a magic card. I, I was gonna say it's a, a Polycarp is a saint. He was a um, a student of John's, wasn't he? Like Polycarp and <laughs> yes. Ignatius, right? Yeah, he's the patron saint of dysentery. I, <laughs> what? How did he get that one? Was I thinking? Uh, I think I was. I think I got really excited. I think I was thinking polymorph, or is that a spell oh, in Dungeons poly- and Dragons? Po- polymorph is. It's both because yeah. Wizards of the Coast own both properties. Son yeah, of a poly- flea biscuit eating beehive. Yep, Chris, born in sixty nine A.D. Um, in Smyrna. Nice. Yep, uh, dude. I think he, I think of- he's the patron saint of dysentery, though, because he was burned at the stake and stabbed when the fire failed to consume his body. So. Oh. You know, I feel like that's dysentery, consuming yes. you with fire, stabbing you in the gut. Anyways. Yes, that sounds about right. Yep. We literally just had a sermon on St. Ignatius and uh, man, I got all magic. I got all magic giddy on that one. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Be the venerable. I plead the fifth. I'm going to say Magic the Gathering. Suck it, Chris. That's a saint. Ah! <laughs> Wait, you said you plead the fifth. You didn't, You can't get points for that. Oh, I didn't get any points, buddy. I just got to laugh. Good. I'm glad. All right, two more. But like, uh, not at you, Chris. Not at you, because yeah, you're one of the um, only ones I respect. <laughs> quadragismus. Quadragimus. Quadragismus. Um, what skill level is he <laughs> stop fishing <laughs> see what i did that see what i did i'm i'm gonna go i'm gonna go magic the gathering on that so can you Wait. say it again quadragissimus can you put it in a paragraph quadragissimus um chris is wrong again <sighs> saint quadragissimus According to tradition, was a shepherd who lived in Polycastro, Italy. So, you, it might be like your fault though, like the way you pronounce it. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, whatever. Last that one. Was a bait and switch. Guys, catfishing me. Guys, to make, Saint I'm to make up for for uh, me, being mean to Chris. Sorry. What? That's good. Yeah. Last one. Geist of Saint Traft. Geist of Saint um, Traft. What? That's the. I think that's the uh, Magic the Gathering because they're related to the Geist Trappers, aren't they? Yeah. It's a green card. You're such a nerd. Is it, no, it's actually a is blue it German? White. Oh, good. <laughs> Was it German? It's, it's the Geist. Wundergeist. Yeah. <laughs> the Wundergeist. Uh, sometimes I <laughs> do wonder, guys. We're really good with language and ethnicities. We we are. <laughs> We're flirting right around the uh, the the edges of racism, I'm sure. <laughs> and, and this is the episode that officially gets us canceled. Um, well, this is a Christian Answers podcast, Sorry. where we pull questions from online questioners and life experiences. If you have a question uh, for us, you can tweet using the hashtag Spiritual Undirection. You can also send us a question on our website, spiritualundirection.com. Um, I've actually got a listener question here. Yes. Um, so and I. this listener is very close to me. Her name is Katie. 
Um, and she was like, I got a question you guys can talk about. That's my wife. Um, she says this. When Christians say, by the grace of God, and follow it with something good that happened to them, it kind of makes me mad. Like, if that good thing didn't happen for someone else, did they not have the grace of God? By the grace of God, my house didn't burn down in the fire. What about other people's houses that burnt down in a fire? Did they not have the grace of God? By the grace of God, I didn't get sick. What about all the people who are dying from sickness? Do they not have the grace of God? Mm. Great question, yeah. Katie. Uh, I think yeah. if you take out grace of God and just put lucky in there, I think that they're saying the same thing. And that <laughs> they're not really talking about God. Well, I don't know about that, Wayne, because when I had the stomach bug a couple weeks ago and mm. I finally had a solid stool, I said, by the grace of God, my poop is solid. Mm. Mm. But isn't that that's God, just judging the experience? I think God came down from the heavens, worked his way into my bowels, solidified. Ooh, here comes the zapper, uh, bro. Oh, man. Ooh, you better put on your I, I say that tongue-in-cheek. I'm being sarcastic, okay? You can't say um, tongue-in-cheek after that joke. No, I was more just like the, the usage of the term worked his way into my bowels because <laughs> there's only two entrances there. <laughs> like if we can appeal to the omnipresence of God and just be like, he was in your bowels uh, um, uh, and, or he manifested that. himself more tangibly in your bowels. Okay, um, what if I said that God rode the piece of toast down through my, you know, my stomach and all that, like a surfboard. Would yeah. that be better? But to, but, but to yeah. like, but to Chris's point, like, like God's, you're, so you're saying that God wasn't there beforehand. So your stomach is, is like a festering apple of godlessness. Okay. Think of it this way. God's grace. I mean, all those casseroles, bro. I'm sure it is. God's grease. No, no, no. Okay. Let me put it this way then. God's grace is like the magic school bus and it shrunk down into size and then took a bunch of kids on a field trip into my stomach. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't even explain this. Even without. you couldn't That's even good. go with it. And, and the and the the kids on the school bus. This is good. No, this is good. This was that was the um, mm -hmm. uh, that was the microbiota that got brought into your yes. gut to like restore your gut flora. You know Perfect, why John right? started laughing, right? Is because he realized as the kids were looking out the window, all they're seeing is freaking casserole, and he was too embarrassed to say that <laughs> crap outside out loud. Uh, like how much how much cream of mushroom can a person consume <laughs> what is cowboy casserole anyways ew shut up johnny <laughs> how much french fried onions do you put on the casserole <laughs> uh, sure okay, glad so, those green beans were slimy yeah um so katie great question thank you for giving us a real you know softball for us to answer john um, don't patronize her <laughs> Yeah, she has dreadlocks. That's my wife. <laughs> uh, okay, so so break down the question, I guess. What? All right, let's people, let's talk about the discomfort then, right? Yeah. So people say, "By the grace of God," um, but then, but it's, then the good thing that happened to you by the grace of God doesn't happen to other people. So is that is, is that a lack just, of the grace of God? No, it's yeah. literally. It's, they're just talking about luck, and they're putting like Christian language on it. Yeah. Well, not, I've talked to enough people though, who have like a sincere sense of gratitude to God for the good thing that happened to them. Right. So like, it's, I guess it's the, the question of like, to what extent is the divine engaged in dispensing totally, totally, grace? Totally. I, for I, those I, good I'm, things? I'm sorry. I was so dismissive. You're right. Yeah. You're and, right. and why is he, why is he being exclusive to you and not to other people? 
Right. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's a good tension for sure. There's a, there's like the, a little Calvinist that lives in me. Um, and he he's has a half life of about 15 seconds. Um, but the little Calvinist that lives in me says things like, well, maybe all things are the grace of God. Like, so maybe both the end of John's diarrhea and the beginning of John's diarrhea were both the grace of God working in his life. We're just more emotionally and spiritually poised to recognize God's grace in the beneficial or Mm. the seemingly beneficial and not as quick to recognize his grace in the pain. Yeah. I think if, so can I ask you a, a question then, or maybe this is a hypothetical for Katie, because I think I, I actually do agree with her. Would it be better than if we say, like, by God's grace, I was able to do something versus something happened to me? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. like because of God's grace, I could do something means like I allowed God into my life and God helped me through this thing, which I think is a totally okay thing to, to admit to, right? That, right. that we need to rely on God versus saying like, I won the lottery by God's grace, which is like, yeah, maybe God didn't necessarily have a hand in that. Or maybe God didn't like say, well, you should win this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe yeah that's because, a distinction. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Cause we can definitely testify to God's working in our lives a lot more readily to than like God orchestrating the parking lot. So I get a good space. Right. Yep. Yes. So yeah. For for me, it's like like the the way that y'all are explaining it. Like it, it it makes me think of of like holding things a lot loosely. Like just saying maybe to things. Like why does it have to be? I guess it's like the idea of like suspending judgment, right? Like so, like I'm in a situation, and whether it's like it doesn't have to be necessarily like good or bad. Although, like obviously, like not dying is a good thing. But like always attributing good or bad, like sometimes like what if it's just maybe? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, it, there, there's not an absolute there. Like that doesn't like work all the time. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I and I think I would be much more comfortable with that. Like, maybe maybe this is God's grace working in my life, and then it like does poise like pose me or posture me so that I can be willing to say that same exact thing when things aren't going great. Right. Like when I am sick or when I do get fired or when I am in conflict, um, because then it allows me to have like that same maybe maybe this is God's grace that and I just don't get it. Yeah, because like the other ones, like like when you which that was really good, by the way, that you you said that the like when you're talking about like the parking lot, like that's more like it's fortunus. Right. It's more like what we're saying, like, oh, like this was a cool thing, like to attribute that lucky or cool thing to attribute that to God's grace. I think that's where, right? That's the that's the yucky rub, like using but the what, same language, like using that same language for, yeah. Anyways. But what if you're praying for somebody's healing and then they get healed? But that's what I'm saying. So God. like using, so like using that language as easily as using it for something as flippant, trivial, a, as like a gotcha, yeah, yeah, trivial as a like. So maybe that's where that rub is, right? Like, so, like even like my initial reaction and like me saying like oh you know that people are just saying oh that's luck and then chris reminded me well there are these other situations right so so maybe it's in those situations it's in those ones that seem to be more like you're talking about like personal like Mm. luck or fortune or something that happens to you and like to attribute that to like because you have like jesus saying like he causes like god causes the rain to fall on the good and the bad right like like Mm -hmm. yeah that's not how 
it doesn't seem like that's that's in line with God's character to worry about some of the other things that we we attribute to him working in our lives. You know, that's that's using him like a what like a like a rabbit's foot. Where where the heck did that ever come from? Do you guys did you have like those when you were younger, by the way? And they were yeah. like dyed like blue and crap? Uh-huh. Not, not in crap, but like blue. Yeah. I, I did not. What, I did what, not possess one, but lots of people around me had that. What's the origin of that whole that whole? Because that's not really lucky for the freaking rabbit, the poor thing. Um, and I don't want to be like insensitive here, but it's probably the Irish. Wow. Yeah. I was going to well, say it's by, by the grace of God. <laughs> by the grace of God. <sighs> hey, can I ask a question? Yeah. Go for um, it. And so maybe this builds off. No, it doesn't. I'm going to a different question. Um, this is from Reddit user Darknatio. Apparently, there's no N for Dark Nation. That no. is a Magic the Gathering card. Darknatio. <laughs> yes, Darknatio. Um, okay, so this could be actually very controversial, but I feel comfortable asking this because we've already got racism. Um, I apparently condescended upon your wife. So mm-hmm. um, let's just make this the controversy episode. Here's the question. How would you feel about the government actually finally taxing religious institutions their fair share? Uh, that are fair. Sh- what was the last part? Uh, like taxing churches their fair share. Their fair share. Yep. Well, I guess I would. Add, my question would be: Does that mean all nonprofits get taxed then? Mm-hmm. Because. Uh, like theoretically like the uh, a nonprofit organization exists um, so that every dollar that they get gets dumped back into the mission that they care about so like this also applies to political action committees and um i guess even charity work and thrift stores and all of those things as long as the money is getting dumped back in to its alleged purpose Right, like um, John, your your Pokemon um, nonprofit club, like your Pokemon enthusiasts of America, um, POA. Are you right? still you That's still it. doing that? You still you still filing annually, John? Yeah, our group name is P Spotters because we're okay. Pokemon Spotters. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, the P the P Spotters. That's right. P Spotters unite. I remember that that banner that you had. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, as I want to write a jingle so going, bad. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's pronounced dingle. Um, but I think as long as Uh-oh. the, as long as all of the, all of your pea spotting money goes back into pea spotting, then, then we shouldn't have to tax it. Right. Yeah. I mean, ignore the fact that my money has gone to a, um, luxury private jet, um, and a multi-million dollar mansion. Mm. I'm still letting people get out there and pea spot, but that's right. I Did need you guys watch the eyes of Tammy Faye? Uh-huh. Yeah. Did so you guys watch isn't the there movie? isn't there a tension, Wayne? Ooh. Yes, Shouldn't they tension. be taxed? Shouldn't they be taxed? Um I to be honest, actually the this last couple of years of of uh churches that I've like seen uh you know that's shown to us on TV and stuff in, in this country. Um the amount of churches that seem to be um like embracing um certain political ideology and stuff seems like it's there's a mixture of church and state there so 
they might as well pay for getting in bed together. Mm, got him. Dang. State prostitution. Dang. Well, I, like, and I wonder though, like, our last guest called the church a whore, didn't he? Oh no, uh, that was a podcast I was listening to. Never mind. Whoops. <laughs> There's also God and well, Hosea. I'm just saying. That's true. Well, Israelites, well, think, not the church. I, tomato, tomato. Um, I guess unless you're a dispensationalist, but I think that there is like a, <laughs> I guess there is maybe what we do need is more scrutiny over the people who pull salaries from nonprofits. Cause when I think of like mm. the guy, the CEO of Goodwill um, and how much money that guy makes, like it, like it doesn't have like a multi-million dollar salary. Um, and the same thing, if I, th- I think you shouldn't be able to claim a, a Gulf stream as a business expense for a pastor. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's um, redonk. And yeah, so maybe maybe it's not necessarily that you pull away tax exempt status for the the institution and the things that they pour their money into, um, but a little bit more scrutiny over where where that institution cuts its checks, right? Mm-hmm. And they and the wiggle room that they provide to be like, oh no, this is a housing allowance because he has to live in, like putting what what if they put caps on housing allowances and and that sort of thing. But what's and the, I, yeah, what's the cap though, right? That's going to be the, yeah, yeah. That's the trick. And I'm one of those guys that thinks that all taxation is theft anyway. So whoops. is what theft? Uh, yeah. No one ever asked me. I'll, I'll get behind that. <laughs> uh, I just take it was, from me. Yeah. Well, I guess we just alienated even more segments of our listenership. So hey, don't. And, Hey, hey, and I'm sure that everybody who listens, yeah, I'm by the grace of God, I'm sure that everyone who listens is totally understanding. Yes, 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 of our positions. Um, this is a segment called "Thanks for Punderstanding," um, where I give a prompt for a pun, um, and it is usually biblical or Christian in nature. You guys ready for this? Yes. Oh, I'm so ready. I live for these, Chris. Okay. Here's the first one. The place where Judas hung himself, which was owned by a wizard boy who lived. Oh, the, okay. Um, the Potter's Field, Harry Potter's Field. That's it. Well, the Harry Potter's Field. Yes. Nice. I thought, I thought Wayne would get that since he was recently reading the books. I, I was still on Polymorph. <laughs> <laughs> Polycarp, the polymorphing um, saint. Polygamist. Oh, no, no. <laughs> polynomial saint polygamist yes he he's made of multiple numbers <laughs> and multiple wives um all right the next one <clears throat> this one's a little more obscure i don't know if this is gonna work a couple that died for lying to the apostles but the wife had a taste for high-end makeup oh is, is it's, it it's anon anon so oh, Sep- sephora Yes. Sephora. What's the what's the name Say of the whole thing? Say the whole thing. An- Ananias and Sephora. That's it. Ananias and Sephora. Good job. I didn't think you would get that one. I'm so what proud about, of you. What about Anna Anna Eyeliner and Sephora? Huh? No, that's okay. too far. I'm sorry. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is, sticks sticks to your core competencies, John. I don't um, have any. I don't have any. <laughs> oh, I don't feel like I've had uh, access to mine lately. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, the next one. The miraculous act of the Israelites crossing a body of water while doing a dance that involves alternating hip thrusts and hand swings. I. Okay. 
So that was that was, that was from Macarena. Oh. They, um, Parting the Red What's the sea, dance? What's the what's the dance the one? Sea. Oh, flossing. <laughs> say, fl- say the whole thing, Wayne. They're flossing the Red Sea. Flossing the Red Sea. <laughs> you so got bad. it. Uh, that's because I have a 13 year old and a nine year old though. So that's good. Everyone's got to know the floss. All right. Um, what's the score? I haven't been keeping track. Wayne two, me one, something to something. Okay. John and I don't like competing because it hurts our hearts. That's true. It's not, not a kingdom virtue. Cause I lose the honorary title, the honorary title that God gives David, showing that he sincerely seeks after Kevin James's mall cop character. What? <laughs> I don't know who Kevin James's mall cop. Pa, 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 pa. Oh, Pop Lart. Uh-huh. Who? So the honor, the honorary title that God gives David, showing that he sincerely seeks after Kevin James's mall cop character. Who's the character? Pop Lart. Uh-huh. Beloved. Beloved. Think think about the monikers that are given to David. And what's the what's the other name? Pop Art. Paul Blart. I'm Paul Blart Malkop. See, of course I know that, but I don't know David's titles. So Paul the balls Blart. in your court. Uh, Bro, I'm blanking even, right now. Even though he sinned, like what was what was the core thing about David that God really liked about him? He was a man after His God's heart. own heart. Oh, man of God's own blart. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a man, he was a man after God's a man after God's blart. Um, it was the answer. That, to that. gives me spiritual heartburn. <laughs> That's good. You mean blartburn? <laughs> That's so good. Oh, I just I just pooped myself when you said that. <laughs> Just a, no, just an itsy bitsy, just an itsy bitsy. Oh, no. oh man! All right, um, this is the last one. Just a little blart. Just a little blart. All right, Isaiah fifty two's prophetic vision of a character that will accidentally repeat words on behalf of our transgressions. Uh, okay, Siri or Rain Man. Rain Man. Okay, so it's a vision. And it's going to repeat our words accidentally. Maybe I could rephrase it. Isaiah 52's prophetic vision of a character that will have a speech impediment where he accidentally repeats words on behalf of our transgressions. Uh, Do you know who that character is? He's pierced for our transgressions. Yeah, what's that character called? The Messiah, the, the Son of Man. The Messiah, Son mm. of Man. Uh, Maybe this one's the, too obscure. The, too what else they call him? Is that where they're talking about the suffering? Yes. Yeah, am I getting closer? Uh-huh. Is he the suffering servant at that point? Uh-huh. The stuttering servant? There the it is. Stu- yes, all right. Dude, the stuttering servant. Gosh. Uh, I had to stand up and stretch for I that apologize, one. everyone. That was a stretch. Okay. There was no winners in that game. I I love the creativity <laughs> though, dude. Like even even if it doesn't like fully hit, like that took time, bro. Like we should acknowledge that. Come on. Yeah. Mm. Well done. Just do just do better next time. I will. I'll do better next time. I'm sorry, Dad. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, how how about how about a core question? Yes. 
This comes from the space called Christians and Christianity on Quora. And the question is, how do I stop living in sin? Please help. Well, you got to get a U-Haul and move out of sin. Oh, yes. Drive, drive on down to Righteous Town. Mm-hmm. Population. Jesus. Mm, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I, I There's feel, a population of one. I, I feel a honky-tonk song coming on, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Get it, John. Get it, John. Get on down to Righteous Town. Get your U-Haul on. Is that yeah. pretty good? Yeah, that was I good. loved it. I loved it. Thank you. Yeah, okay. how how do I how do I stop living in sin, guys? Please help. <clears throat> well, this is perfect for the Lenten season, right? It is. Yeah. Um, start small. Identify maybe one sin that you want to start working out of your life. Let's take little baby steps. Figure out what's mm-hmm. the root of that sin, and. Have a community of people to support you, and there's your start. It's like um, it's like Dave Ramsey's uh, baby steps, right? Like his baby steps um, in the debt snowball. Like you you start by paying off your smallest debt, and then you take that money and you put it into your second smallest debt, um, and over time um, you have more and more money um, to put into your bigger debts. And so like you start with the small sins, like the. Um, like the double dipping, you you work on the double dipping, and then once you got double dipping handled, you move on to not leaving meat in the checkout aisle, Katie. Uh huh. Yes. Uh huh. Not leaving washing, refrigerated goods where they shouldn't be. Yes. Washing your fruit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. What? What's the sin? No, it's, you should you should start you should start washing your fruit. Like no, just wait, because. Just because no one's looking doesn't mean you, sh- you shouldn't wash it. Like, that's totally sinful. Are we talking about the metaphorical you... fruit or are we talking about actual fruit? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm just I'm literally just confused right now. A spectrum um, of what... jokes. Does it does it have does it count if you like do the like little like breathe on the fruit and like wipe it on your shirt? Is that washing fruit? That only works in 80 sitcoms. Yep. Oh, OK. Yep. That was and that was before the invention of pesticides. Clearly, so, there you go. Yeah, or Mentos. Take baby steps. <laughs> yeah, you can take baby steps, but you are allowed to take out a mortgage. So, uh, I don't know how this fits in the the analogy, but that's true. Yeah, and then and then retirement is when you like, I guess you just go whole hog back into sin. Is that what you do later in life? But it's whole that's hog. Called, that's the midlife crisis. Whole hog, like balls to the walls. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So Isn't we, that a, like a piloting we just, term? We just we just say that now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was a piloting term. Like you take the joystick. Oh wow, careful! Uh, you take the joystick and then you like push it all the way forward. It's like balls to the walls. It's actually from physical education class when you're playing dodgeball, and um, <laughs> when the no. game there's always the there's always the one kid that can throw the ball harder than anybody. <laughs> Well, okay. Yeah, that's actually the way that the PE teacher starts the game. He says, balls to the walls, and then, and then you run to the middle and you just start throwing them. Uh, okay, that's what it's about. Yep. Yes, I thought it was when they were trying to divide the, the game by the genders and they sent the guys off to the edge. <laughs> no. um, also, I I don't think that they call the the stick inside of a airplane a joystick. That's what you said. I just I feel like I feel like that's like you're playing like Atari or th- throttle. 
The throttle. The throttle. So when you throttle your joystick, um, oh, no. this guy. All, oh, no. all the all the way to like where the balls are up against the walls, then that's when you know. That well, clearly we're not the people to answer the question: How do you get out of living in sin? Because <laughs> living in sin, we're just mired in it. Oh, mm. the irony! Well, you guys, what do you guys? What would you guys say? How do we get out of living in sin? I actually think your uh, your response was really good. Oh, well yeah. then, that's I think yeah. that guys, like this you, is history. Yeah. This might be the first time I actually answered a question. Good job. Yeah, and I would I would also say um, I feel like so maybe this is just over like overly reductionistic of me, but I think that like if you want to stop sinning, you would. Um, and the problem is that we don't want to stop. Um, mm. This is like Paul, Paul's whole thing is like. The good I want to do, I don't do. And the bad thing I don't want to do, I do. Um, and so I feel like there also needs to be like internal transformation. And I've, I've always loved that story where um, Jesus is is talking to the father of the, the kid who has epilepsy. Um, and the father yes. cries out to Jesus, I, I believe, help me with my unbelief. Um, and I think it's like similar with sin. Like, God... Um, I want to stop, but at the same time, I don't want to stop. So help me want to want to, right? If I, as long as, if I want to want to stop, like that's all I got right now. Um, mm-hmm. and so God do something with that to turn into wanting to stop where I'll actually do what it takes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's really good. Can I add to it? Yeah. Chris, that's fantastic. You describe, uh, especially in the beginning there, like why, why I'm so drawn to the Enneagram. Because I think um, a tool like the Enneagram that allows us to objectively look, um, like for me, I've described this many times to people, like when Paul is talking about like, you know, there's this other law in my body. I feel like the Enneagram allows us to objectively see that other law. And so we don't just see behavior, we get to see like, like reasons for that behavior. So it's really easy, especially like if our Christianity is reduced to just like really, like just following a set of rules. It's really easy to look at our sin as just like just the behavior and that the, the motive of the sin, you know, is because I have a selfish, ugly, yucky heart. And as as you know, there might be some truth in that. It's not really helpful in, in like getting out of that. And so being able to objectively look at where the motive for that particular behavior is coming from, like mm-hmm. be, being able to look at it, then you can actually start to reverse engineer it. Um, by the grace of God. <laughs> yep. Hey. Yeah, because like that, and that's why, like, when a person gives up alcohol or gives up smoking or gives up some sort of like destructive behavior, they're like really quick Grape to nuts. replace it with a different one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm too, yeah. They're not good for my teeth anymore. Mm. Just saying. And so, and then you went straight to honey bunches. I don't know, but yeah, like we we take the. Like we replace the previous negative thing with a new negative thing because we don't address the underlying condition, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I smoke yep. because I have trouble dealing with my stress um, and or and, and then I give up on smoking, I'm going to like replace it with something um, equally addictive and destructive like CrossFit or something. Or or beating your friends in the shins. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, that's why John moved, like, right, Chris? Yeah. But yeah. Well, it hurt. And Chris tried to sign me up for CrossFit, and I was like, no. <laughs> but the thing about those things is, like, 
on the surface, the ones I replace it with, we can just, it's almost like even worse of a sin because we could try to justify it as saying like, mm. see, it's, it's a good thing. It's healthy. It's exercise. Mm. That, that was pretty Catholic of you to like make it like even worse sin, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, because, because like it turns into an even um, more pervasive idol, a harder one to spot. You know what I mean? Mm. Like yeah. if, if I go. So worse, like, like more like it has like a, like a, it has like a higher, uh, like higher hit points and strength. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's and, plus 10, plus 10. Okay. It wasn't um, like a high. the monstrosity. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, because like if I'm doing, you know, like meth, and then I go, I'm like, oh, this is really bad for me. This is terrible. I'm such a gross human being. Like I can either turn to God or I can go to CrossFit and mm. CrossFit makes me think like, oh, I'm in control and mm-hmm. I'm doing this and I'm making myself healthier. And and like on a certain, like doing CrossFit's not bad, but it can very easily become like a massive sin in our lives and all consuming one. And again, the underlying condition is not fixed. You know what? Mm-hmm. To to your point, I've seen I've seen a lot of people go through like twelve step programs, um, only like seemingly to to become obsessed and addicted to the program itself. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, like they need they need the AA meeting as much as they needed the drink. Yeah, like to your point, Chris. Like they're not if they don't address that anxiety or that whatever that energy is on the inside or the ghost that they're trying to run away from. Like, yeah. 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 All right. Go Irish. Go, go fighting Irish. Johnny, have another question. I do. Oh, you guys, we have a listener. We have a listener who is um, finishing their doctorate at Notre Dame. Just saying, just saying, good job, Lasky. Good job. Is that really the name? Uh, his name is Joe Lasky. Hey, oh. Joe. Hi, Joe. It's Dr. Uh, Joe to you guys, actually. Dr. Joe. Hi, Dr. Joe. Dr. J. Dr. J. That's, that's right. Yep, the original Dr. You got Joe. A, you, got a, you, got a, you got a question there, friend? I sure do. Um, this is <laughs> this is a perfect username for this um, oh, show. No. Oh, username, no. that one black guy, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And here's here's this question. What is your opinion on whenever people use phrases like holy blank to express shock? So like holy cannoli, holy <laughs> carp, mm. holy cow. Oh, like polycarp? Do you guys know who that know. is? Polycarp. Do you guys know polycarp? Holy polycarp. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the Magic the Gathering character. Yep, exactly. So make sure. So what do you guys think when people say that? Especially holy SH. Hmm. I, I, I don't hear people pronounce it, but if this was like those cartoons back in the day and like letters came out of people's words, I would see the W. Mm. Wait, what? Yeah. Explain. Yeah. What's the W? Holy. W-H-O-L-L-Y. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. Did I spell that right? I see. Is there two L's? Yes. Yep. 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 Yeah, I just, I, I just hear I hear the silent W. Is what I'm trying. Well, let to me say. ask you guys this, so maybe you can like specify for you know people in our audience who may not know this. When we say something's holy, what does that mean? Mm. It is set apart. Is the technical dictionary yeah. definition? 
but then usually it also indicates the Bible project guys, they say it, it's talking about God's differentness and dangerousness. Oh, like his goodness is so not like us that it's like the sun and it could destroy us because it's so different and good and beautiful. Because we don't have the same qualities. Yeah. So then if you say holy cow, are you conflating two different religions? Mostly. And if you say, yeah. and, if you, and if you say holy poop, um, is that taking something that's clearly not God, which is waste? And uh, you said he God's was there, name? though. Wait, 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 wait. You said he was in your bowels. He was uh, helping me in my bowels. He wasn't the actual bowel product. Hmm. Yeah, it's the other people on the magic school bus that were the product. Yep. Oh, touche. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would all. I would. I would say that there is. Okay, so when I think of like holy cow, I think that 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 is just Hinduism. It's like, uh, it's the same as saying oh god, right? It's like you're just using a divine a divine thing to express, right. I guess, grief or shock or whatever. Um, but then when I think it's like holy feces of some sort or holy for unlawful carnal knowledge um, or whatever the thing, like I think what you're doing is like mixing a dysphemism and a curse, mm-hmm. right? Like so using a, a divine thing and then also mixing it with a, like because we say, yucky words to also express shock and so it's like putting the two together to make so like so like holy pop would be that would that would piss off the divine is what you're saying holy pop yeah well i don't know i'm just saying it's like using a dysphemism and using the divine can you explain what dysphemism is it's like the opposite of a euphemism right like it's um it's making it even worse yeah Nice. John, were you playing coy with me? Like you actually knew, huh? Because you're the English guy. Of course. I would. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all about educating our listeners. Yes. (laughs) That's the point of the show. Um, That's why we do this every week. I do run, run, run. I do run, run. You know what's funny is I I don't think I ever really, like I, this may be, this is not, like the place for this conversation but i'm not like totally i don't think there's anything mm, i need to finish think through the sentence before i say it um, I'm so excited I, am, right now. I am not a, i'm not against the use of four letter words if they're used appropriately oh totally um but the i've never i never put a holy in front of it i don't know what like this it maybe uh, just wasn't ever part of my vernacular mm. I'm, I'm, ju- I'm a pretty big fan of both chris got it yeah, but I I probably should sit with that and examine like why why am I a, a fan of it? You know, mm-hmm. there, there's probably some uh, there's probably some info there, some data to extrapolate, if you will. That's true, and ruminate in the space that you're creating in your Lenten season. Oh God, yeah, just I mean, shut up. Being an being an English teacher that takes things way too literally. When I actually sat down and thought about this, I was like, how can let's say in the poop example, how can poop be holy? And then I remembered mm. Jesus was fully human and fully God. Mm. So when he did the very human act, would that make it holy poop? Mm. Just like the holy sponge. 
Holy the, sponge. The relic of the holy sponge. Ezekiel. I, like if anybody's gonna have holy poop, it's Ezekiel, right? Why? Because he the, made his bread on top of the it. Bread. Oh yeah. And it kept him alive. So clearly, poop has life in it. <laughs> what? That's true. Well, we just said poop has life in it, so I think that's the end of the show. Um, <laughs> if you eat your fiber, kids. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And well, probiotics. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed yourself today or if you are enjoying yourself today on this fine St. Patty's Day, um, drink responsibly and and corned beef responsibly so you don't turn it into a corned beef cake um, like our, our beloved co-host here. Um and stereotype but, responsibly in that you don't yes. do that. <laughs> yeah, just don't just do not do what we do. Do as we say. No, don't do as we say. We, that's also bad. Just um, just subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, like burn it on a CD and then throw that away because no one has a CD player. And then tell your friend to download it um, mm-hmm. on, their, on their favorite podcatcher app, whether it's Spotify or Apple Music or... I, there's like six, six or seven different apps that you can get it on, but mm-hmm. just search and we are there for you to find all of your undirection he needs. I'm Christopher Seals, and uh, today I learned that John has a divine magic school bus coursing <laughs> through his small intestine. Uh, um, I'm John Bennett, and for the listener, I learned about the term dysphemism. For the listener. Yes. And I'm Pastor Wayne David Randolph, and today I learned that John has bar owners in his DNA. Mm, This has been Spiritual Undirection, reminding you that all of your problems are probably from unconfessed sin. Also, a special thank you to Kyle Plant with Afterlife Beats. Go check out his stuff on SoundCloud. And thank you, Gregorian Monks. Uh-huh.